Yeah, so I don't really know what to do. Have you? All right, this is the best story I can tell you in that realm. <clears throat> Have you? Well, you've heard of South Beach, yeah, right? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So back when I lived down the Keys, at the end of every uh, spring break, because you weren't allowed a night off during spring break, or you would get fired. Ooh, okay. Yeah, yeah, they were wicked strict. So I mean, we used to get polluted afterwards, and you just had to be there by six the next night. But every year at the end, we go up to south beach for a week like five or six of us would all chip in we're up in south beach we're at this bar called the clevelander back when the clevelander was the spot to the go cleveland, the cleveland steamer yeah <laughs> but so they had a uh and if you've been in the clevelander back in these this era you'll know they had a pool out back we were all there and i lived in florida so in the I wasn't like a mass hole with t-shirt and shorts on the winter. I was long pants. You, right? you, you were Tommy Bahama. You, well, yeah, your your blood thins and you start wearing like long pants and everything. So you're we're Miami Vice. You're yeah. Miami we're, Vice. We're all we're all at the bar and there's girls in the pool, girls everywhere. This Irish kid I was buddies with, without missing a beat, these girls are like talking to him. He walks over to the stairs, fully clothed, and walks into the pool. And memorable. Unbelievable. Yeah. Walks up to these girls and he's like, hey, how's it going? Starts talking to them and they're looking at us and I'm like, well, you can't be the second guy in the pool because then you look like an asshole. You're not going to jump in, no. right? So we just kind of meekly walked away, but he, it was the best move I ever, I've ever seen in my life. They really love confidence. That's where it Yeah, goes. that's what it was. It was unbelievable. Um, so. Yeah, let's just, let's play it. <laughs> yeah, play the music. All right, so that was our first uh, little soft intro. <laughs> if you're listening to that, second, I'm sorry, kind of <laughs> in one right now. It's your host, Ked. We haven't talked to you in a while. NHL season's over. The stupid fucking Golden Knights won, which is better than the Panthers. Wait, by the way, yeah, it is my pick. So we have to figure out what we're gonna do. I, I already have. I have an idea too. Um, but your host, Ked, here. I'm joined by my co-host, Brownie. I, Episode two nine zero. Two nine zero, man, and I'm coming off a softball skull fucking, and then we went to the bar and had some wings and some beers. So, uh, Brownie, I mean, I I don't think it's talked enough to the amount of shit that you do on the back scenes of this shit. I talked to you about this pre pod. You're putting shit together, dude. You are fucking meticulous in your shit, dude. You're the cerebral assassin. You're the Triple H of of the morning skate. And it's just oh that would it, be a good that would be a good one if we got assigned who would be your wrestling character. I don't hate that. We can do that some week. <laughs> but uh I just I, for everybody. Dude, I just uh, fucking appreciate the fuck out of you, man. Thanks, buddy. How's everything's going? How's good. Everything's good. Going? We are we are firmly in outdoor weather. Uh new kid just started today, buddy of mine's son. He I got a message like, hey, you you need any help? So he's a hockey fan, he's a Pittsburgh fan. So we were talking about the uh, end of the ro- end of the road possibly coming for Ber- Bergeron and uh, Crosby, and he's like, it's weird. He's like, my whole life, Sidney Crosby's been in the NHL. Patrice Bergeron's been in the NHL. But yeah, no, it's good, all good. We uh, summer's here, bud. Everybody's out of school, and we are cranking away on this gigantic house. 
Dude, it's fucking crazy how it goes from like fall to winter. And I don't know if that was the like the situation I was currently in, but I was very meticulous in like I had a routine, I'd work out, I'd go home, I'd cook, I'd stay in. The moment summer started, it's been an absolute fucking shit show, dude. Because I have an entire your mentality. Your mentality is the sixth grader or eighth grader before they go to high school <laughs> Thanks, when dude. they when they open their locker and they just throw all their papers and they go screaming out of the i mean i don't know if it's the same way as it used to be that's what we used to do we used to throw all our papers over the stairs and just run out of school as fast as we could i think i've been in one for like about a month and a half now but this the is entire left side of my body you weren't through, drink, have you ever played a uh, dizzy bat do you know what dizzy bat is yeah yeah, yeah. So we went camping on an island this weekend. Oh, right. We got we got pretty I'm gonna be honest, we got fucked up, played a whiffle ball, and then we really? got camping on an island. You were drinking? No. We did, did some twisted teas and we poured some vodka in them. And by the end of the night, it's about one o'clock in the morning. We we're playing Dizzy Bat. And there is a pretty giant fucking boulder that's like sticking out of the ground. It's not like high out of the ground, but you know that if you were to take this rock out of the ground, it would take a lot. Like a lot, a lot. Mm-hmm. And my buddy Dave, his wife's there. And Leah's like, we should not be doing this. This is so fucking stupid. So don't I grab the fucking thing, go around five times, five spins. I go five spins. I'm like, pitch me. Nobody pitched me. My buddy's got a video of this. <laughs> I go, oh, no, it's happening. And I fucking wrecked myself. I fell directly on this boulder. I have a gigantic bruise that goes from here all the way down to like under my ass. I'm mangled right now. I can barely fucking move. I'm not even fucking with you. Like, I'm very lucky I didn't hit my head. Otherwise, it would have been because there was nothing protecting my fall on that. It was it was all just I've never felt more helpless. And like when you fall, you normally like your first instinct to get back up. And I went to get back up. I'm like, I can't I can't move. <laughs> That's there's where a, we're at right now. There's a Facebook group. Uh it's called like the Key West Gravity Chronicles. And it, they, it talks about how there's a strong magnet under Key West and all because and people like I know it from living there. And we used to always take pictures of people just passed out everywhere. And they call it the Key West Gravity Car. I didn't pass out, but the boulder might as well have been a magnet because I've yeah. never hit anything that harder in my entire life. Well, like, I, I, I do appreciate the fact that you are on this summer of Ked Bender when three or four episodes ago you were like, I am only drinking once a week <laughs> i'm putting my hand up oh here we go that was probably me saying i was gonna drink once a week is like chris Kreider and mika zibanejad saying that they actually give a fuck like it's it's about it's around the same thing We're gonna give i will a- say the ability you have to take everything and spin it to slamming those two is is something something to see so this is going to be a stanley cop episode we're going to talk a lot about how vegas won mark Stahl got fucking right up his hoop yeah um and then we're going to do another episode later this week where we're going to actually get into news and shit. Because there is a lot of stuff lot. going on. The New York yeah. Rangers have made some moves. I don't know what's going on in Bruins land. But we'll, whatever we need to do, we'll get into it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, there's a lot to talk about. So you want to just kind of get into it, Michael? Well, jump into the shout-outs there with your buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, good call. So you should give him some pub there. 100%. So Fever Boy Rex, if you've been listening to this podcast since day one, he has been – like kind of a Rangers dude. I'm not kind of, he's definitely a Rangers dude, but he doesn't really like limelight. He doesn't like people understanding who he is. Cause I think he cancel cultures kind of, kind of freaked him out a little bit, which I understand. Um, but in terms of watching hockey, knowing what's going on, if he wasn't like that, he would be fucking absolutely electric on this show. Like the kid knows his shit. He's dialed in every week. 
He knows what's going on. So he ended up getting married. Um, so shout out to him. Shout out to Bicoastal Blondie, the uh, his wife there. And it was a beautiful wedding. It was unbelievable. My type of wedding where the vows were like done. Let's start fucking drinking immediately. Like it was. It was great. It was unbelievable. This new thing. I'm sorry to interrupt you. Have you seen this new thing where instead of flower girls? They have the beer guy. Beer boys. Yeah, beer boys. beer boys. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, we. Well, I didn't get that. Um, but it was it was a beautiful ceremony. Uh, the reception was unreal. I I love the fact. So this was really cool. So you have the wedding, then you have the reception, then we had like the after party. Mm. But the last song at the reception was "Don't Stop Believing" by Journey. Yeah. And if anybody watched Sopranos, that was the last song of the Sopranos when it came in, and they played that because everybody on the cast hated it which was like a weird thing, but that's why they played it. I, it was like an inside joke, whatever. Mm. So I'm belting. I'm just fucking nailing the notes, dude. And that was the last song. Then we went to the reception. We had a good time. I'm kind of washed up, if I'm being honest with you. Like, we we did the we did the fucking the pre-rehearsal dinner, whatever that is, and then we had that wedding. I was in bed both nights by like 1130. Yeah, I, was, I, I did like your video or live, whatever it was, where – because I hopped on there for a second, and then I, because I didn't realize it was live, I saw this thing that you were doing, so I clicked on it, and then it says like a brow twenty eight has joined, and I'm like, oh no, <laughs> like, no, 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 you're good. So actually, <laughs> I did that with Nick Ustasky. He's uh, he's into sports, like lawyer agency kind of thing. Really, really smart kid. He played at Delaware. He's gonna come on. He's gonna talk about nice. the Blackhawks. We're gonna have a podcast with him. And his brother was drafted by the Winnipeg Jets. And oh, I think he great. plays in the coast. So he's also going to pop on. Uh, really cool hockey family, dude. Like, just an absolute fucking beauty. That but kid the, is like the, the funniest motherfucker I've ever met. The best part of that, when you were like, if you guys really want to see what Hal looks like, here he is. And Hal was behind the centerpiece. Yeah. Just hammering appetizers. It was great. <laughs> Hal, Hal had a good time. Hal, yeah. Hal was pretty fucked up. I mean, we had a good time. What was really cool about the wedding before we kind of get into the other mea culpa is uh, so it was like raining. It was like spot. We get rain. We want to get rain. Shout out to Jenkins and his stupid wildfires kind of fucked everything up. <laughs> but uh, so we were supposed to do uh, pictures in Congress Park, and that's where my parents actually got married. It's like a really, really nice little spot. But it was raining and it was kind of like, oh, no, now what do we do? And we were in this hotel and across the street was like the Saratoga Irish bar. It's called the Parting Glass. Uh, Dave Portnoy with the small business with Barstool, he ended up putting money towards a parting glass to keep that shit alive. Oh yeah. And we ended up on the parting glass. We took some really, really cool pictures in the Irish bar, but he drank a Guinness and like his last name's going. So he's like super Irish and shit. So it ended up working out really, really, right. really well. Um, but shout out to shout out to Rexy boy. He's been my little brother for the longest time. So it's been really, really cool to watch him grow. And like, he's, he's just, he's a good kid. Like truly, he's just salt of the earth, and his wife. The I I've never met a human being on planet Earth that has as much energy as she does. She she you could have the worst day ever, and you run into her, and you're immediately just zero to hundred. She is infectious with the shit that she does. So, shout out to them, and and also because like we've all kind of been to the weddings where it's like okay, so like how long is this actually gonna last? Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like yeah, you're yeah. like this might have been a mistake. These two will be together forever. I bet my life on it. Like it, it is, they're they're perfect for each other. So it's, it's it was really nice to see. It was awesome. It kind of gave you a little bit of hope, and uh, so shout out to them. 
Well, mine's a little different. Uh, I want to shout out Chooch. Uh, Chuchi, I don't want to say his real name. Uh, younger kid, uh, like a nephew. I've known him since he was born. I found out that he got in a really bad car accident. Uh, he got rear-ended. And uh, he ended up spending 85 days in the hospital. Oh, I had no idea. Fuck. I mean, I don't talk to him that often. You know, his family, you know, they're da- down the South Shore. And I don't, you know, I don't get down there that much in the in the winter. And uh, someone saw him and he texted me like, hey, have you talked to him? And so I reached out. He's all good. And he's on the mend. But I just want to, you know, he's looking. Poor kid's doing PT, listening to the podcast. So if you're listening to this, Chooch, keep going, you know. Yeah. That's all. No, that's no, all. keep grinding away, man. Fucking that's that's so some fucking what's it called? Perseverance, right? Getting through hey, shit. Mark, Mark started that two back surgeries and look at him. So 85 days, dude. Holy fuck. Yeah. Which might be like obviously very unfortunate, but like 85 days was just kind of chilling, like getting better. Well, he was in a lot of pain too, though. The pain kind of sucks. I'm sorry, Chooch. I was trying to make a glass half full. <laughs> like, you give me a fucking bed for 85 days, I'd crush that bitch. Yeah. Right now, yes. <laughs> 100%. So, uh, Mia Culpas? Yeah, go ahead. Mia Culpas. Hi, this is Mia Culpa, and I'm here to introduce the Morning Skates Mia Culpas with Cat and Brownie. Jeez, based on these videos, I think me and Fink should do uh, jersey reveals together. Fucking Fink, dude. That kid, what does he think he is? Fucking like, it was awesome. That was awesome. Unbelievable. This kid has like Steven Spielberg fucking, <laughs> fucking <laughs> doing videos with his beer league team. I've never yeah, seen great. anything like it. It was great. It was great. And like, obviously, I'm very jealous because like, I, hope, I love I the line. I hope and pray that they're horrible. Because that just makes it that much better. There's no way they're good, right? Like, I, just, I don't know. I just think the fact that he leans into like the tinted visor and the yellow laces and they do all this nonsense. I just hope they are just the biggest bunch of benders out yeah, there. Be he's, awesome. Texas, he's Texas Shorzy. But you want to know what I thought was actually kind of cool? He made a big deal about this. But his grandma got to watch him. His yep. family got to watch him. Awesome. I thought that was fucking really cool because like – we all love playing hockey, getting with the boys and shit like that, but I would give fucking anything for my dad to watch me play hockey again. So yeah. like, I thought that that was very, very, very cool. Very classy, I think. Um, and, and a kid that, you know, he chips in when he doesn't really need to. So yeah. uh, lo- I love Fink. Hopefully we need to figure out a way that we can all meet each other, but we're going to do Mia Culpa's, and while you do it, I'm going to go pee outside, but I'm listening. All right. Uh, Laviolette has coached half of the Metro. He uh, he coached the Islanders, the Hurricanes, the Flyers, the Caps. Uh, he has not coached the Devils. Technically, hasn't coached the Rangers yet, the Columbus Blue Jackets, or the Penguins. So he was fifty percent of the uh, Metro. Do you want me uh, to talk about him as a Rangers coach or no? No, not yet. We'll save that for the next one. Okay. Um, and we talked about um. Brad Tree living with his first year with Bob Hartley uh, back in Calgary. Remember, he said that at the presser. Um, he did. Bob Hartley did win the Jack Adams for the best coach in Calgary for his first year with uh, Brad Tree living. So there is a little bit of track record there. Um, the psychoactive ingredient in mushrooms is called psilocybin. That's what I can never remember that word. Psilocybin. Okay. Yeah. It's like that's like THC, basically. I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk. Remind me about that. I'm gonna talk to you off, off screen about that. Okay. All right. Um, the clip that we were talking about um, with Matthew Kachuk and Austin Matthews rolling his eyes with the Don Cherry thing when he said he really liked um, uh, Corey Perry. 
Yeah, Corey Perry. I was all I could think of was the worm. I couldn't think of his name. Uh, that was from 2016. It was Pratek Line, who was drafted number two that draft. It was. You were right. Line A and Matthews rolling their eyes at Kachuk. And I would yeah, take Kachuk wasn't three, was he? No, I think he was five or six. Yeah, because I think yeah. Keller might have been in that draft too. Well, I don't Maybe. know. Maybe I don't remember. More Mia Cobles to come. <laughs> the, the first yeah, let me mark that down. The uh the first uh draft the first goal in Nashville history was Andrew Burnett. You were correct. Yeah, and right. he was actually asked about it at the introductory press conference. So there you I go. Know. There's your minute couples. I love how like when we went to Lobby Let to a Nashville coach tying it in together, Brownie. That was very, very wow. inadvertently, but yeah, we'll take it. So again, this is gonna be a strictly just Vegas Panthers. We're going to hop into NHL playoffs again. If you're listening to the pod and you've gone this far, realizing that I'm just a degenerate and Brownie's kind of reeling me in father figure. Appreciate you. Uh, we are going to get into NHL playoffs now. So NHL the news. All right. NHL in the news doing two screens here. We're going to figure this out. So, the Stanley Cup playoffs are averaging its best viewership number since 2018, which I think might be a mea culpa because I also saw something that the ratings have never been this down before. How can they be up and down at the same time? I don't know. Something that we have to look into, but that maybe, might have maybe, been. Uh, maybe news. the NHL put out the first that. <laughs> We're doing that so true. good. We're doing yeah, so good. Gary, Gary's office. Yeah. Yeah, it could be. Um, Vegas are your Stanley Cup champions. They won nine to three in five games over Florida. You hate seeing them win nine three in the fifth that was game. Ugly. That was ugly. It had to do with Matthew Chuck, which I'm sure is in here, correct? With his yep. injury. Yeah. yeah. Um, if you need a heart and soul, the heartbeat of your team, it was very figured out who the fuck that was. Uh, but yeah, Vegas won. We got Jonathan March or so, your Con Smythe trophy winner. He Undra- actually- I wonder if he's the first undrafted Con Smythe winner. Something to look up. I know that he was with the Rangers for a little bit. He was with the Rangers for a little bit. He went to Florida. I'm pretty sure that he ended up going to Vegas from Florida because Florida didn't want to deal with him. It was him and Riley Smith. Uh, Both were left unprotected by the Panthers. So it could go either way. There's a rust versus rest argument. Florida had nine days off. I think there's a little bit to that. Um, I want to, I want to say a hundred percent, but like, I, I think there is, but the, with the injuries that they, which we'll get into, I, I feel like the rest, the rest helps the injuries, but it kind of hurts your momentum and whatever mojo you had going. And then you pick up injuries as it goes on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, touch the conference trophy versus not. I'm so out on that. Like do what you got to well, do. Vegas. So I, I, I heard a thing like yesterday or the day before that Vegas um, touched it last time. When they lost in the finals, yep. yep, they did not touch it this time when they won. So now this is what they're going to do, I'm sure. And I'm a I'm a I'm a slut for uh, superstition. So yeah. Um, and then officiating consistency. Uh, there was a lot, man. I the whole every time they won in five games, there wasn't that much. No, I know, but my this is my my main issue. Every time Aiden Hill stuffs his blocker in someone's face, that's supposed to be an automatic penalty, especially after the whistle. And it was never not once. Never, never not once. Yeah, yeah. They didn't call it. They didn't call it. 
So. Well, we I think you and I both agree that the officiating is just fucking bullshit, but Yeah. For Florida, Brandon Montour said his son Kai was born after game one. The plan was to have him on the 14th after game five. He got off the ice after the game and found out that his wife, Ryan. Rianne, I think. Uh, Rihanna, shout out to Fleetwood Mac, was in labor and flew back to Florida for the birth and then came back to Vegas for game two. For point of reference, Montour had one goal in each game. So good on him. I mean, that guy. This, 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 this run. Hell of a hockey player, dude. This run made Brandon Montour's generational wealth for his family because he's going to sign a new deal in the next three years. And all he's got to do is show these clips. You want him on a new team. Yeah. Uh, he hundred percent. He recorded his 10th point in the playoffs and established a franchise record for most points in a single postseason by a defenseman, eclipsing Ed Jovanowski with nine points in 96. Ed Jovanowski legend. Yep. Yep. Absolute legend. Uh, awkward per the athletic hockey show. Mark Stone and Matthew Chuck are both in the wedding party for Brady Kachuk this summer. Brother Matt's best man. Stone's a groomsman. I think it's a little awkward, but I also think that these guys are like more like adult enough where it's like, Hey, let's fucking pound some beers. Like, dude. Oh my God. I would love to be a fly on the wall. If it's just Matthew and Mark in a room, just like talking about the series. Yeah. That would be yeah. really cool. Right. That like, yeah. right. Cause Everybody talks kind of shit. Like it's kind of locker room talk. Like that, I would, I would fucking love to hear what they have to say. All right, uh, Sam Bennett, four overtime assists in the playoffs. He tied an NHL record. You and I have been a Sam Bennett. This is a Sam yeah. Bennett podcast. This Pro guy's Sam Bennett podcast, hundred percent, yeah. dude. He's the guy you want on your team. Rangers, Bruins, whoever you root for, yeah. you want that guy on your team. Radko Gudis played through a high ankle sprain, probably a concussion because he got fucking laid the fuck out. Uh, that would have kept him out six weeks per head coach Paul Maurice. Let's get into Paul Maurice really quick. So I like Paul. This this run made me a bigger fan of Paul Maurice than I was. I like Paul Maurice for a couple reasons. One, I didn't like him in Winnipeg when he quit on them. I still like them. I mean, I understood he, what he was doing, but I didn't like that. He's a real dude. Hmm, he fair. says how it is. Um. He was asked about different injuries in the postseason, and obviously he talked. And here's some two. Here's a couple injuries he talked about. Aaron Eckblad had a list of injuries. He broke his foot, suffered in the Boston series, two shoulder dislocation, oblique tears, passed two concussion tests. Yeah, Matthew Kinchuk was unable. This to, is the biggest one to me. This is nuts, dude. To go into the signing game, and head coach Paul Maurice shared after the game they played game four with a broken fucking sternum. Fractured his sternum in game three. Had his brother help him dress at home, and his teammates helped him get dressed in the room, including tying his skates. So if you're listening to this podcast and you're like, oh, he shouldn't have played, politely go fuck yourself and just turn it off. Because the thing that the thing that separates hockey before you before you go, give us a like. (laughs) The thing that separates hockey players from everybody else is they're not fucking pussies. And I understand that you're gonna give me, oh, that's such a misogynistic take, whatever. Everybody claims my body, my rules. Well, you know right? what, though? I'm going to jump in here because the the women for Northeastern play through ridiculous injuries as well. well I don't I'm, not think... saying, I'm not saying the girls don't. No, no, no. I'm not saying I'm saying it's not a misogynistic statement because hockey players play through injuries. It's no, part it's of the, part of the sport. Oh, toxic masculinity. I don't think it is, though, because women players do the same thing. Yeah, but you have a bunch of people with pronouns in their fucking Twitter bio being like, they shouldn't have been able to play, blah, 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 blah. Dude, fucking 
throw a ball and step with the right foot for me one time before you can fucking say anything like these guys. These, you're telling me that Aaron Eckblad and Matthew Chuck said, "Hey, I don't want to play," and, the, and they forced them to play. It's not what happened. These guys were gonna do whatever they could to fucking help the team, and that's on them. Yeah. Uh, to me, I understand there's probably a lot of CBA shit that goes into it. I I would definitely expect like an investigation from some sort being like how did they fucking okay okay these people to do this well i'm guessing i'm guessing that matthew kachuk was not common knowledge i don't care that's that's like like maurice and the and the other coaches may not have understood the severity of his injuries and there's got to be some type of they understood it dude they they definitely understood it and i think i think if matthew kachuk died playing this hockey game and the boys had a chance to win a cup, he would have been okay with it. That's the only reason he's going to do that. And that's on him. That's not on fucking anybody else to decide for me. Like if you can fucking get through it, dude, and and you have to sign some sort of waiver, I would fucking think like if something fucking bad happens, here you go, make sure my family gets whatever. But like, if it's your fucking shit, everybody else shut the fuck up. Like, I don't think anyone's. I, I think you're you're tilting at windmills. I don't think you're. I don't think there's a side that's yelling. Oh, I that. saw a lot of sides being like, really? hey, th- "Oh yeah, oh yeah." I don't want to yeah. say their names because they're fucking losers. But there were a lot of people that were like, "They shouldn't have been able to play." Fuck you. Who are who are you to tell Matthew Chuck and Aaron Eckblad that they can't play in that game? As long as as long as you're consistent with your support of people's individual freedoms and choices, then. A hundred percent. Unless it's the Rangers playing a team and the other team has a lot of injuries, they should probably be sat realistically. <laughs> like if we're being completely transparent about things, like if it's, then that's, that's a no go. What, what were you going to say about Paul Maurice? I just, so he talked about, he, he went through and he was asked about this and long story short, I'm just kind of, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm saying stuff without it actually being actual. What is that called? Paraphrasing. I'm paraphrasing what he's saying, but essentially what it was is he went through and he listed all this stuff and he's like, you want to know what? But I don't, I don't use that as an excuse. Like these guys deserve to be there. They played for what they did and they put everything out on the line. I'm telling you what, dude, I play for that motherfucker every single day of the week. Like I, and what was cool, they did like a mic'd up thing and you could see him. And we talked about this on a previous pod where you never see coaches really mic'd up, but it was, it was really cool to see like those guys getting fired up on the bench. Like, Hey, let's go boys. Let's go. And like calling them by like their nicknames and shit like that. Like, I, I think Cassidy, cool. I think Cassidy showed his medal as a coach also. Oh yeah. Cause didn't he? We'll start? get to that. We're yeah, going to, yeah, yeah, we're going to get that. But before we, we go any further with all this time spent in the rink, uh, I don't know if you're aware of this product called heated core. Heated core. So it's a heated base layer system with three adjustable heat settings, lasts up to six hours on one battery, which with some of those penalty minutes, it probably added up to six hours, some of those games. Uh, It's a carbon fiber heating element, heats quickly, and it's extra durable. And because it's a base layer, you feel the heat almost instantaneously. And the battery, one of the nice features, can also be used to charge other devices like cell phones. The website is heatedcore.com. The promo code is MORNINGSKATE15. You can see it right there on the screen if you are on YouTube. Uh, go on there. Check out some stuff. Father's Day we just missed, but you could do a belated Father's Day. You got birthdays coming up over the summer. Before you know it, you're going to get into hunting and fishing season. Well, fishing season is now. But you're going to get into hunting season. You're going to need this stuff for the rinks in the summer. Hashtag Outlast Your Adventure, heatedcore.com. 
And if you're getting sick of it, get used to it because we're going to be doing this for a while. We have a little agreement with those guys. The cup finals went way too fast. Yeah. I'm going to be doing this probably until next season, which I'm okay with because I think it's a really good product. You mentioned it's an fishing. excellent product. Yeah. The boys and I have been fucking tossing lines left and right. Uh, Saratoga Lake, shout out to Thorpey. His buddy caught a six pound bass the other day out of a lake that my buddy Nemo says that there's no fish in. Uh, this thing was a fucking monster, dude. What do you think the percentages are? All right, you ready for this? I just yeah. heard this today. What do you think the percentages are for people that fresh, people that only go freshwater fishing, people that only go saltwater fishing, and people that do both out of a hundred percent of fishermen and i'm talking men and women when i say in terms people. of like who's fishing what like what would be what would be your guess of the percentages of people who strictly fresh water fish and strictly fresh, fresh water way more than saltwater saltwater people you got, a, you got a number you want to take a shot saltwater people have money i would go 70 30 oh well they said it was 12 percent of people only fresh only do saltwater 12 percent of all yep. fishermen yep and then freshwater was like people that only do freshwater is like 35 or something like that well yeah because you're around lakes it's like it's real people. i personally only do saltwater because you go to the beach and you yeah. usually like that people and i don't want to i don't want to interact with anyone i just want to be standing there by my rod do you say creek or crick i don't think i've said either go down to the what i'm going to go down to the river nope i'm gonna go down to the creek i guess okay whatever <laughs> expecting a little bit more out of you but that's fine sorry i'm just drinking out of my puck cup no free ads but holy fuck there's nothing on my table right now that's nice <laughs> um all right so that's what the, we had for florida go to the golden core. morning Heated Heated core. yeah that's right Heated core. Uh, the Golden Knights shredded goalies at a historic rate. Sergey Bobrovsky's stats for two games played in the finals. 38 for 46 saves, 826 save percentage of 6.45 goals against. Not and that great. went up. That went All those numbers went up. He wasn't the only one victimized. The trail of bodies is deep. Connor, Connor Hellebuck, 886. Jake Onger, 877. Stuart Skinner, 875. So Stuart Skinner, right, he's not the commodity that the other two are in terms of the track record. But everybody, we talked about it with Fink. Uh, everybody was getting on Ottinger. Maybe you know, maybe he played too many games. Maybe he's not the real deal. I think it's it's the Knights because they make Connor Hellebuck look pedestrian. They come in waves. Yeah, there. I mean, I mean, some of those, the some of the passing, it, it, the the pat, some of the the goals are great and everything. But there were some passes in that series from the Golden Knights that was just like. What the fuck? I mean, William Carlson back behind the legs. Jack Eichel threading the needle like between we're, three we're guys. Gonna, we're we're going to get into Jack Eichel at some Just point. Just unbelievable. But go ahead. Sorry. I think honestly what it comes down to is the extra motivating factor. Uh, yeah. GM Brittany Rose of the Husker Club, He made she made an, an intensing offer to Vegas uh, players. In Did I get that fuck wrong? Sorry, dude. You I'm said intensing. <laughs> I'm not wrong. Uh to Vegas players in the form of free lap dancing, VIP membership for the life of Golden Knights if they brought home the cup. So so that was it. I would um, be so fucked, dude. So that that was it, Larry Flint's like hustler club, you know, Larry Flint from the movie and stuff. Yeah. So I saw another thing because they won the chicken ranch, which is like legal prostitution. It's not even in here. Uh, it's not it's not the bunny ranch, chicken ranch. 
Oh, maybe it's the Bunny Ranch. Bunny Why Ranch I... was Bunny Ranch was the cat house on HBO Late Night. That was I like think, Air Force Amy. And all I think those. that's so, it. I actually so, yeah. I emailed Air Force Amy because I went to Vegas a couple years ago with Fever Boy Rex to see if she wanted to hang out, and she was in Reno. So okay, uh, the that whatever that legalized prostitution has offered them free orgies. You know, so get pucks deep. Yeah. Uh, I guess. Jonathan Marceau joined Stevie Y and Jake Gensel as the only players in the last 35 years to score in the first three games played of the final. He really showed his true colors, dude. Fucking absolute beauty. Three players earned their third cup, Quickie, Martinez, and Phil Kessel. There are only seven other active players with three. Can't try. Fuck. I got, uh, hold on. I'm scrolling to it. I got it saved in my phone. I got it right here. All right. Three, all right. Jonathan Taves, Patrick Kane. Yep. yep. There's got to be somebody on the fucking Hawks. Uh, Crosby, is he on the Hawks? Was he on the Hawks? Nope. Can you give me the first team he was on? There's so there's four guys from one other team. You said, oh, there's seven. Oh yeah. shit. Okay, so no, nobody else is on the Hawks. We got Kane nope. Taves. Kane okay, Taves. Crosby. Yep. Latang. Yep. Malkin. Yep. He's gotta be on Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, Dumlin, Flurry. Yep. There's one more active player left. Pittsburgh. Nope. I can't tell you the team because it'll give it away. Oh, Stamkos. Nope. Eastern or Western Conference. Eastern. Holy fuck! Three not cops. Penguins. Not Penguins. Oh, Corey Perry. No. Who? Pat Maroon. Oh, that's so fucking stupid. Okay. <laughs> well, it's like one of these things is not like the other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's Patty Maroon. <laughs> if you said that, I would have had it. Yeah, probably. Uh, Aiden Hill, UFA has the best save percentage in the playoffs since the tracking began in, in 55-56 with a 9.34 percentage. Do you bring him back? I don't know what they're going to do because they still have – Laurent Brassot, who's a good goalie too, right? Robin Leonard. And Robin Leonard's out there somewhere still too. I don't know what they're going to do. I mean, but he, he is going to get paid. Yeah, and he has a cup. That guy, I so I, was, I saw a blurb about him today. Uh, he was drafted by the Coyotes, spent four years trying to break in there, which, you know, goalies just get lit up there. Yeah. Then he went to San Jose. And he played in like 25 games before getting flipped to Vegas uh, for like a fifth round pick for like nothing. Not great. And now look at, I mean, there's, it's, a, it's, a, I think it's coming up in here about, oh no, it's in, it'll be in the next podcast does about this, how San Diego uh, San Jose like, screwed up. This is like everything I say against it. Like, I think McDavid and Matthews haven't had an opportunity to have a goalie, but these two, this team right here, do you think if you put any goalie in that, it would have been fine? No. Do you, you think you, that well? You watch the games. Aiden Hill, I mean, your save percentage, your save percentage, man. Yeah. Aiden Hill played unbelievable, and he was fiery. He was getting in guys' faces. His style is not reminiscent of this, but his, his attitude was very much reminding me of Tim Thomas. He was like, you're not fucking beating me. I mean, fucking sick. they couldn't score. Couldn't score. Yeah. <laughs> um. Calling their shots, Sean Buckley, Twitter user Jor STB 
has a receipt from 11-23-16 when he's tweeted the Vegas Golden Knights will win the Stanley Cup in 2023. I mean, oh, dude, I can just start. I'll start just fucking tweeting shit so I can get on this list. All right, go ahead. Uh, Bill Foley, when asked about his expectations for Vegas back in 2016, playoffs in three, cup in six, period, no excuses. That's a standard. The Shanahan plan, uh, whatever. Uh, Zach Whitecloud became the first indigenous NHL player from the Sioux Valley Dakota Nation to win the cup. Cool shit. Let's talk, Jack. And actually, do you know that uh, June is Indigenous People's Month in Canada? So good on him. Didn't know that. Jack Eichel, dude. I don't think I could have been more wrong about a player. How many times have I said that? Uh, In 22 (laughs) games. Jack Eichel or just in general? (laughs) Just in general. Six goals, 20 assists, 26 points. The first 10 million plus player to win the Stanley Cup. Also had a little fun on Twitter. He said that Kessel had already had some hot dogs out of the cup. Did you see the picture today? Yeah. With the tater tots? Like a tray of tater tots. (laughs) So he did a thing with Raising Canes. He's a big Raising Canes guy. Who is? Jack Eichel. Oh, he worked the drive-thru. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Have you ever had that, Raising Canes? No. No, I keep it Chipotle. Uh, I don't know, man. This guy... Show me something, and he did. Like, dude, he was there. Was a I don't remember what game it was. It was in the finals. Maybe it was the first game, but he went low to high uh, from the left wing up to Marshall at about the top of. Yeah, the, yeah, I know exactly. The yep. The pass he gave him when they showed it in slow motion, the whip and Jack Eichel stick for the pass. The, the stick, I mean, unless he's out there with like a 67 flex or something, it was like a noodle. I'm like, he is smoking these pucks to uh, to Marcisol. He came back after the Kachuk thing. Yeah. Um, he And he said it was a clean hit, too. Yeah, which I thought was also awesome. You know what I mean? Like, he could have been. Well, they, they've been buddies, I think, a long time. Yeah, but he could have been a cock about that. Oh, yeah, know? he definitely could have. Yeah. Um, Phil the Throw Kessel and celebrating with the boys. Obviously, this it's going to be a right fun night. right on the ice, he said this. Obviously, it's going to be a fun night. And, uh, you know, try not to throw up, which is honestly my mantra currently. Yeah. <laughs> um, more Kessel and commenting about becoming three-time cup champ. Takes me back to my Toronto days. You guys said I can win. I'm a three-time champ. Remember that. Good for him, dude. Good for well, Phil the Thrill. So I heard uh, Marsha Salt, uh, I think it was a clip from Spitting Chicklets. Um where he was saying that uh, Kessel addressed the team before game five. And he was like, they all, I guess they all make fun of him. Like he's got that whiny nasal. Yeah, of course. And, well. and, and he was like, if you fucking guys make me fly all the way to Florida and then all the way back <laughs> and they just firing up the voice. So, I mean, listen, that's gotta be, that's a blow. I mean, all these guys have egos. That's a blow to his ego. I'm sure to be healthy scratch through the whole run, but you know, still, Still there for the boys. Still got a cup. Uh, speaking of getting cup, Bruce Cassidy was fired one year ago today. From well, the this was the other day. Captain we Mark Stone on Butchie. He brought an intensity to our locker room that maybe we needed. I saw, I don't know if this is true or not, that Patrice Bergeron texted Mark Stone and said, if Bruce Cassidy comes to your team, you'll win a cup. Win your cup next year. Which is bizarre, considering Jake DeBrusque, David Krejci, a lot of people on the Bruins didn't want him around. So oh, what, is, I, what does that make you think? I, you had to know this question was coming. Because I yeah, saw I was, very, like, I was very conflicted. I don't know. First off, I don't know if it's true, right? We don't know if it's true. But let's assume it's true for the sake yeah. of this conversation. 
I think it shows that Bergeron is on a different level than most well, players. He gets it, dude. He gets he, it. He gets it, and he yeah. also got it that maybe what his team needed was not that. Yeah. But okay. he looked, that's fair. That's fair. And he looked at the talent that Vegas had and went, holy fuck, man. The thing that Vegas has needed is that fucking well, I, kick in the butt. I also think that coaches have a short shelf life. That's a yeah. real thing. You can yep. only hear the same message how many times before you're kind of checked out. Yeah. No, it's right. True. So, and there's different strokes for different folks. Like, and yeah. so my mom, she's, she has a leadership role with her job and they did a leadership training course. And there was one thing where they had everybody in this room and they took this test and there was a flashcard. And on the front of the flashcard, there were pictures and you had to pick what pictures represented you and on the back of the flashcard. There were questions. And you had to pick what questions that it was. And there were four different colors. It was like gold, orange, green, and blue. And you took it. My mom was a gold. My mom was like the stay in the front of the classroom, raise your hand, teacher's pet, fucking absolute dickhead I would never get along with. Where I was more of the electric, hey, let's kind of get, you know, positive vibes, whatever it is. And the long story short of it is, is everybody has different ways of getting the best out of them. And that's, that's what it comes down to. Like, and that's something whenever I'm interviewed for a job, I say that every single time. Like, I think I'm the hype guy, but I'm also aware in the fact where like, if I'm going to get something out of you, Brownie, I need to do different things to get something out of you than I would with Disco or with Fink or, yep. with, or with Pal, right? No, like, fair. But the fact that you, that to acknowledge that and realize that is what makes a great manager, a great coach. I mean, if you want me to coach an NHL team, I'll do it tomorrow. <laughs> That's where it's at. But but that's what it comes down to because a lot of people are kind of stuck in their ways. And a lot of people think that you just treat people the same way, right? Like you just, and I just started bartending, serving a little bit. And like, there's different tables you go up to. If there's an older fucking table with a guy and a lady and he has a belt buckle on, I'm not going to be like, Hey, how's everything going? Like that guy's going to hate that shit. Like I'd be like, how's everything going today? Like, how can I help you? If it's two older ladies, I'm going to fuck. What's the belt buckle have to do with it? That just means he's like blue collar. He doesn't need to be fucking right. wine and dine, dude. That guy just wants to go in there, eat his food, and get the fuck out. Right. Right. Right? Like, right. Right. But if I go in with two older ladies, how are, how are you? I'm Jimmy. Really nice to meet you. What I need to see your ID when they order booze. 100%. Yeah, they're right. like, oh, my God, you make me feel young. Yeah, 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 like yeah, it, yeah. It's all just playing into you need to realize who is who. And I think like maybe not that Cassidy lost that. Maybe it was just that, you know, different people didn't feel his thing. I don't think that if Cassie was the coach of the Bruins this year, they wouldn't have had the best record. They probably wouldn't have won the cup. Like, I don't think that you can kind of just, it's, you can't just put a coach in a random fucking team and be like, Oh, Hey, this is what's going to happen. So I thought it was really, really cool that Bergeron was like, Hey, you guys will win the cup this year. If you get Bruce Cassidy. And that's exactly what happened. He's Mr. Perfect. Well, right. Like, I would like to say this. If Bergeron and Mark Stone, are in Boston hanging out and you need someone to drive or something. I'm happy. <laughs> I would love to hang out with those two. Mark Stone's awesome. No, he's great. And speaking of Cassidy, he started five of the original six misfits left on the roster. William Carlson, Jonathan Marshall, so Riley Smith, Brady McNabb, Shea Theodore. He apologized to William Carrier before reading the line card, said he couldn't start two left wings. This was really fucking cool to yeah. me. To, like, I think back to the that's a little silly thing, but it and how cool it was them. is they mentioned it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't yeah. like, oh, Bruce Cassidy wasn't like, I did this. Like, the yeah. boy, like everybody in that room realized what he did. And they were like, let's fucking go to war. Yeah. So it would be interesting to see how long Cassidy's there after winning the cup in his first year. Like, if you talk about the message, I mean, I loved Cassidy as a coach because for a fan 
or a journalist, he was great because he would, there was no filter. Right. And that's the part of the thing that like that rubbed some of these guys. We've talked about it before. These guys have been told how great they are their whole lives. Yeah. And then when Cassidy's to talk about DeBrusque, right. Cassie would say, listen, DeBrusque is scratched because we're not getting the effort that we need. And we've told Jake a number of times and he's right. not doing it. I mean, which is what you want to hear because you're watching the fucking game and you see it. Right. You can't just plug a square fucking thing into a circle hole. Like but, I, but I think Bergeron, I think he he has his finger on the pulse of the team and he realized that maybe he was. Well, you you have it. You have some friends that you that you you probably have friends that if if I came out to you for a night, you'd be like, yeah, I don't think these guys in Brown are going to mix. Yeah, no, 100 percent. So that's it's, it's a similar thing, you know. Well, I don't believe that. I think, and if they didn't mix, I'd fucking slap the shit out of them. If you were, but, but, up. but I understand what you're saying. In what I'm saying is the personalities aren't going to mix, right. and that's what Bergeron. I think. I think that's his way. I mean, listen, who might have speak for fucking Bergeron? No, no, no. I agree with it. That's my guess. So, um, we're gonna dump and change, Browning. It's your turn, buddy. All right, since you're a big softball guy, Oklahoma and softball. I know, and I know this, by the way. Oh, do you? Okay, yeah. I had no idea. They're an absolute wagon. Uh, the team has won 50 straight games and are on their way for a sixth national title over the last 10 years. Their stats this season are just insane. I'm going to tell you straight up, if I could date one of the pitchers or center fielders on this Oklahoma softball team, I'd have it all. <laughs> Ah, uh, 58 and one with 28 wins coming from the run rule, which is if you're up by eight after five plus. Is that good? Yeah. 489 runs scored versus 56 runs allowed. You know who this reminds me of is the UConn women's basketball team when they yeah. have yeah. 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 Uh, oh, you want to know who else it reminds me of? The Northeastern women's hockey team. Shout out to the nice. fucking Helen Huskies. What? Uh, Chloe Yord, fucking Taze Thompson. Who else am I missing? Give me some more. Alina Mueller, the Alina Mueller, the the preeminent power forward in women's hockey today. Yeah, any single one. Katie Knoll. Yep, Katie Knoll doing Katie Knoll things. Do you know? Want to hear something? So Father's Day was you know last weekend. I got a lot of texts from former players and stuff, which is always nice. Tell me, one of them texted you? No, not one of the players, but oh, I got a text. I got a, a former players of mine that I coached, but I got a text. Uh, I did get a text from Katie Knoll's mom. <laughs> Yeah, which is cool. Shout out to Mrs. Noel, but, but fucking, what are the girls doing? What? Well, what? No, 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 because I'm going to stick up for you, if you're, and the mic's in my mouth right now. Oh, my God. If you're a Northeastern Husky, how are you not fucking texting Brownie Happy Father's Day? Are you shitting me? I need a little bit more edge out of you girls. That's fucked up. Coach Carp, that's directly on you and, oh, and the program go. that you're running. <laughs> so... Listen, I want to make this clear. This is me, Brownie, talking how the way it's supposed to work is they go through the media people for interviews and such. So Delaney, you? that's really cool, though. Delaney, we're always trying to do the right thing and treat the players the right way. Katie Knoll's mom um, texted you. That's pretty sick. Yeah, Suzanne Knoll texted me. She was like, happy that's, Father's Day, you Brownie. Know, that's, and, called, that's called Susan and Noel doing Suzanne Noel things. Dude. <laughs> oh, my God. She'll get a shirt now. I'll fucking get her a shirt. 
Uh, I don't even know where we are. All right, so the Buffalo Bandits. Speaking of the Knowles and Buffalo, they're from Buffalo. The Buffalo Bandits have won the NLL Championship over the Colorado Mammoth, 13-4, the deciding game three, and are back on top after 15 years. That's pretty good. I was literally about to say who fucking cares, but I remembered that you're a big lacrosse guy, so I'm back in on it. That's me. That's me, Jenkson, Preston, right there. That's That's fine. I'm with you. I'm with you. Uh, Treat Williams. John Tavares. Oh, yeah, John Tavares. He's a good lacrosse player. His old man's like one of the best ones ever played. I think it's his uncle. Um, Treat Williams. You know who Treat Williams is? Mm, I'll look him up. Look him up while I read. Uh, So RIP to actor Treat Williams, who passed away after a motorcycle accident last weekend in Vermont at the age of 71. He's a New England native. Uh, He's a writer, actor, author, and aviator who appeared in over 120 productions between film, television, and the theater. He was mostly well-known for his role on Everwood and Blue Buds, as well as a starring role in The Prince of the City. He is survived by his wife and two children. He looks familiar as fuck. So, you, yeah, I don't... You probably don't... There's a movie called 1941, uh, which is like a black comedy. Uh, Steven Spielberg, John Belushi's in it, and Treat Williams has an iconic role in that I movie. hate when people die, man. How fucking sad is that shit? It is horrible. Blue Bloods, um, We Own the City... A lot of Christmas movies out of this guy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to keep, yeah, keep going. I'm going to see if All I can right. find a movie. The out. Denver Nuggets won the NBA championship over the Miami. Oh, next, next. We don't need to talk about basketball. Well, this, this part's really cool. This guy, Joe Kick, became the first NBA player oh. to ever finish the playoffs, leading in points, rebounds, and assists. That's so this never guy, been done. This guy's cool as fuck. You want to know why? Because he won the thing and he has a press conference. And they oh, tell him what day the fucking parade's on. He's like, I don't know if I can make it. And they're like, you're going to make it. But meanwhile, uh, flash fast forward to the parade. He was out there and he wouldn't. They were like, all right. But he also lost the trophy, I think. So I heard that he owns horses. Have you heard that? Why he wanted to go home. I think it's yes. racing. A big, yeah. big horse guy. And they, so I was it's so funny. This got brought up. I was uh, my buddy Thorpe. I mentioned him earlier. Um, I guess he knows like weird shit about stuff. So he, uh, he was saying that he was watching the horses and they say that he looked way happier with his horses than they did playing basketball. Like that's yes. kind of his thing. And he's the dude who has the brothers that'll beat the fucking wheels off of people. They all go to his games and shit yeah. like that. So, yeah. you know. uh, former Cy Young award winner, Jake Peavy took the mound with the Savannah bananas with an actual gold glove. Cause they introduced him as former gold glover. He had a one, three, one, two, three inning. Honestly, I, I really want to go to the Savannah banana. That's when I, I was literally just about to say that Brownie, maybe that's what the first time we meet, we go down to Savannah for a weekend and we see a banana game. Cause well, they, I they, think they, it would they travel be up here. Electric. They, they're up here all summer. No, 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 no. If we're going to do it, we're going to do it fucking right. We'll do yeah. a weekend down in Georgia. Oh my God. The morning really, skate goes to Savannah. Well, it's a really nice spot. From what I've heard, it's a very, very nice yeah. place to kind of like check out. I Low would do key, one I of the so best. Many, dude, I have so many extra flying points right now. Like, if that's something you would actually want to do, we could figure out a time to do that. I'm 100%. And then we'll just tell whoever on the squad can make it to show up. The morning skate difference a hockey podcast goes and watches Savannah Bananas baseball game. That'd be sick. Actually, I bet you if we reached out to them, we might be able to do something. Maybe. Um, Low key, Savannah is very good. Uh, uh, St. Patrick's Day, and um, I heard I heard Georgia's getting a new hockey rink. Why? Uh, because their college team's getting a brand. Oh, new oh, oh, yeah, okay. Well, the club team, they're, I think they're trying to make them go D1. Unsure. Uh, some new combat sports. There's a sport called car jiu-jitsu where people are seatbelted into the. This is all your fault that I find this stuff because I would have never had TikTok if it wasn't for you. Uh, a sport called car jiu-jitsu. You're welcome. 
<laughs> where people are seatbelted into the front of a stationary car and have to wrestle to submission. They can unbelt once they get going, but they start buckled up. So there's that one. That's there's cool. also something called Boxing Wars, which I don't know if I'd want to do, but I would definitely watch. Uh, there's two teams of 100 fighters squared off in a field until the last men left standing. So, by what I could tell by these videos, it all took place in, in Russia. I'm going to tell you my strategy here would be not to be the first guy that gets knocked out. No, obviously not. You well, I'm good with second guy. As long as you're not the first guy. Oh, I see what you're saying. Like if you were on the Amazing Race, you don't want to go home the if first If you're place. the first motherfucker out of 100 people to get knocked out, how do you go mm. home and see your family? That's fair. Uh, and then I don't know if this is really combat, but Floyd Mayweather Jr., who's just out there casting checks now, fighting anyone who will fight him. He fought John Gotti Third, who's the grandson of the deceased mobster. I think he's dead. At the Florida Live Arena. And just like the last game, the one of the cup games, this one turned into brawl to the final bell. The fight lasted six rounds before being called as both entourages entered the ring as the referee lost all control. There were over 60 people in the ring throwing punches and using chairs. See, that's Mayweather being like boxing tough and the Gotti's being like, you're not real tough, dude. No, fair, I guess. Yeah. Uh, this one, too, is kind of sad. R.I.P. to the Iron Sheik, a.k.a. Kosro Vazuri, I think is how you say it. He's an Iranian, was an Iranian-American wrestler. You know who the Iron Sheik is, right? Oh, fuck yeah, okay. dude. He passed back. away last week, uh, two weeks ago at the age of 81. One of the all-time villains in the original WWF, the Sheik had legendary bouts and feuds with all the, quote, babyface wrestlers such as Hulk Hogan, Sergeant Slaughter, and Hacksaw Jim Duggan. He also teamed with Nikolai Volkov and had a great success as a successful heel tag team walking into the rings with Russian and Iranian flags then telling the crowd to be silent while Volkov sang the Russian anthem. The Sheik was, this is this was where the, the kind of the curtain was pulled back a little bit. The Sheik uh, in the late 80s when he and Duggan got arrested Jim, together. Jim Hacksaw Duggan, Glens Falls, New York. They got arrested uh, out partying, and uh, then the whole facade kind of fell <laughs> That's off. Fucking unreal, dude. That's so in uh, in recent years though. The Sheik found another a following on Twitter where he was quite active, uh, and just like the Sheik says so or something like that. Yeah, he had a catchphrase. Yeah. Uh, a couple more. Texas A and M offers a class on Texas barbecue that teaches the history of barbecue cooking methodology, flavorings and seasoning, and different types of barbecue. The class is offered in the fall and held on Friday afternoons. And this last one is local to me, high school. So Westford Academy, a few towns over from where I live, they have an unusual stat for the graduating class. Out of the 420 kids graduating this year, there are 15 pair of twins and one set of triplets. The principal said that the junior class contains another six set of twins, and he said it must be something in the water. Yeah, dude, that's pretty fucking weird. I will tell you this. I have a buddy. Shout out Tony. Tony Phone Booth. That's what we used to call him. Because uh, he, he could stick handle in the smallest space. Uh, but Tony uh, has twins himself and lives in Westford. So maybe it is something in the water. All right. So only thing I have in terms of Bruins stuff and Northeastern is these two little quick things. You don't want to get into it next week? You want to do it now? Well, there's going to be stuff next week. This is just relevant to this week. That's why. So Matt Porter, who's a Bruins writer for the Globe, he uh, summed up the series the best on Twitter. It was awesome. He goes, a genie pops up in 2021 and says, two years from now, Bruce is going to lead the team to the cup and Marcy's going to win the con Smythe and the captain's going to have a hat trick in the clincher. Every Bruins fan in the world goes, fuck yeah, sign me up. Yep. It's just a great, great tweet. I want to give him credit to where it's due. 
And then Northeastern, uh, Abby Marone. That's if, fucking crazy. What? Oh, he just said it. Never. Mind. No, he just said he didn't predict it. No, no, no. Abby Marone, that would have been the headline, yeah. is riding in the uh, the Pan Mass Challenge, uh, which is uh, uh, it's PMC.org. Uh, it's a race that goes the first weekend in August and raises more charity than any other single athletic event uh, in, in the world. Uh, the money raises for the Dana-Farber Cancer Institute, and every single dollar raised by riders goes directly to the charity. The bike ride is from Boston to Provincetown. When you go to pmc.org, there's an orange donate button. Type in M-A-R-O-H-N, and she's on there from Medford. Abby is uh, with an E. And listen, if you're throwing around the uh, the shekels, my buddy Dom Krugnali is also riding. Uh, Dom's on there from Malden, C-R-U-G-N-A-L-E. I reached out to uh, Abby's dad, Jim, who follows me on social media and thanked us for all our coverage. And um, he was uh, he was like, yeah, if you can promote this, that'd be great. So good yeah. on Abby to hop on a bike. And it was funny. I Write think- a blog. Write a blog, quick blog, boom. Oh, yeah, yeah, I will do that. Yeah. So it was funny though. She, she, and I'll, I'll put this in the blog too. I saw a little clip of her, and she said that uh, her and the goalie Phillips decided to just go for this bike ride. They they took like a long bike ride, and it just happened to be the same weekend. They had no idea. I'm like, That's where right. are all these bikers going? It was pretty funny. I so love that, there you go. I, we'll little... I love the Howland Huskies. I still haven't gotten a shirt from Coach Carp, who said he wanted to debate me. Yeah, Carp wants to come out with the two of us, he said. We should just do a debate, and whoever wins the debate gets a free shirt. Uh, I would like to get whatever he has set aside for us, because I'm guessing it's more than a shirt. So, Carp, uh, I am always on your side. I mean, I've been fucking waiting, dude. I've been waiting for the Nike dry fits. I know they get the good shit, dude. I don't want the the fucking cheap stuff. I want to fucking make sure I'm looking trim as fuck when I'm going to the gym and I'm representing the Northeastern Howland Huskies, the women hockey team. You know what he's going to say. You know what he's going to say. What did he say? Uh, You got to come to a game? Come to Matthews. (sighs) What is he going to say? Matthews next year, dude. Then that's gonna be. I'll come to Matthews if we get to go to the hockey house afterwards. The hockey house. Oh yeah. Oh my god. So. Oh yeah. Brownie, that would be fun. Uh, Okay, so heroes and zeros time. Listen, I, before in case in case I got cut off before, uh, sorry, Delaney is what I was saying. No, let me tell you what. <laughs> and listen, like coverage, dude. I don't think I'm being that rude, am I? No, no, you're not at all. But listen, if you want to go to the hockey house and you can't get in, you know, if they shut the door and it's exclusive, you want to give me give them press pass. No, no, you don't have to be depressed, you know, because depression is a real thing. And if you are depressed, oh, someone yeah. t- so let's say it, knock, knock, knock. Hey, Katie, no, let me in. No, you loser. Oh, God damn. Where do I go now? Better help. So we want to thanks better help for sponsoring this episode. <laughs> not saying that Katie Nola made me. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Let me, get, let me get in front of this. Not saying that Katie Nola make me go here, but there's a good chance if she shut me down, that probably would happen. All right, I'm gonna call that a save. Okay. Better help is the world's largest therapy service. It's 100 online. With BetterHelp, you can tap into a network of over 30,000 licensed and experienced therapists who can help you with a wide range of issues. To get started, you just answer a few questions about your needs and preferences in therapy. That way, BetterHelp can match you with the right therapist from their network. You talk to your therapist however you feel comfortable, whether it's via text, chat, phone, video call. Uh, You can message your therapist anytime, schedule live sessions when it's convenient. 
If your therapist, for some reason, isn't the fit, you can switch to a new therapist at no additional charge. With BetterHelp, you get the same professionalism and quality you expect from in-office therapy. With a therapist who is custom-picked for you, more scheduling flexibility and a much more affordable price. Get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com, The Morning Skate. That's BetterHelp.com slash The Morning Skate. I'm actually going to get ahead of this. Coach Carpenter, if you're listening to this, next year when you put your apparel order in, if they're Nike or Adidas sweatshirts, give me an XL and I'll send you the money. I need one. I need I need to support the girls, dude. I'm so fucking sick and tired of this. And you need one too, Brownie. You you are the number one supporter. I am riding your coattails as a coattail supporter, but I, I would like to be a, a real deal. I think next year, if I get a weekend off, I'm just gonna fucking go do it. Yeah, come say you stay with us. I'm gonna be uh, a union. I'm gonna be a union. Oh, don't say that if you don't mean it. You got an Applebee's around you? Oh my god! Yeah, I'm sure there is. Yeah, Taco Bell. I, I, I'm sure there is one of those as well. Brownie, can you imagine? Can you imagine? Friday night before. Listen, before oh, no, 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 down the road. I want to apologize to Katie for dragging her into that whole ad read. Well, yeah, but she didn't let me in the fucking door. So no. that's on get, her. so. So Katie Noel pigeon tossed you, and you had to go find a therapist. Big time. Big okay. time. I, I'm man enough to admit. Katie Noel, I guess, doing her Katie Noel things. Um, Brownie, what I'm saying, let's say it's yeah. Friday night, 6 o'clock. Knock, knock, knock at your door. Mrs. Brownie p- opens the door. She's going to be like, he's still working. He probably won't there, be home for another hour. There, there's Ketters. I'm here. She's yeah. like, why are you here? And then you and I hop down. We go to the Northeastern game. We hit up the hockey house. We TJ Oshi a couple fucking beers. We have a good little time. And, and we make a whole time. Coach Carp will be there, hopefully, more than likely. Yeah. And that's, you know, I'm in. But there are some of the players are probably not old enough to drink. So I don't know if there is a quote hockey. Okay. Company. Well, you want to know what by then? Hopefully, I'm probably on the waters realistically. Oh, so I'll do that too. <clears throat> um, so heroes in zero time, hero of the week for me. <sighs> I probably have a couple of heroes. Hero of the week got a new job. Did we talk about this yet? Oh, you're not gonna play the music. Oh, did I? I think I just did, and then we went into this. Did I? Oh, did you? That? Yes, I did. All right, fair enough. My bad. It's all on you. Um, I got a new job. I'm just trying to figure out how to apologize to the entire northeastern community. Was it that bad? I take no, every. No, I no. take back everything. Oh I no, no, I'm just busting on you. I'm just busting on you. Yeah, but if I take it back, it's in the Geneva, Geneva Convention, so we don't have to worry about it. So I take it back. Geneva Convention. Yeah, it's it's a um it's a Ricky Bobby quote. It's uh, not on the Geneva Convention. All right. Um, my hero of the week. I have two heroes. One, I got a job. You know the Geneva Convention is about war crimes, but it's in Ricky Bobby, so it's in. Okay. Uh, all right. Keep going. I got a job. Congrats. Union worker. Um, really, 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 really excited about it, dude. Never been in a union before. I had to take a physical for the first time in 10 years. Which bringing in to me the second kind of hero is a doctor. You know, so guys, when you get physical, you know what they got to do. <laughs> but he was hilarious about it. He's like, I'm going to save your dignity. He goes, pull down your pants. So I pull him down. He's like, all right, stretch out the box. I stretch him out. He goes, cough, cough. He's like, good. I love that. He's like, I'm jealous. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? But like, super, super nice guy, right? Like, he, most he doctors are awkward as shit when you so do. So there that. was no cup, no cupping. No, he cupped the fuck out of it. But it was oh. like within my, he was within my boxers, and then afterwards he's oh, like, oh, my god. So he he slipped his hand in your underwear. Yeah, but he was like, but he made it so less awkward, and he was hilarious <laughs> about it. I don't know his name, but shout out to that guy, like Doctor yeah. Lee. Like nobody likes that. Um, and my second hero of the week, I don't have, I don't really have a zero. Um, sorry, good vibes only. 
I okay, I have two more heroes. My second hero, uh I watched Major League today, my buddy Thorpe before softball. Do you remember oh, that movie? God. Would you post that or something? Did I see that somewhere? Yes. That is one of the all-time films. It can never be made today because people would be way too sensitive about what happens in that movie. But that movie is fucking hilarious. It is so funny. It is so well done. That's the first, second, you know, the first one, right? The first one. Yeah. We're watch. So we have another softball game tomorrow. We're doing the same thing, but we're going to rent Major League Two, which is PG, which is fucking stupid. Um, and then my third. So I've been serving tables until I get this new job or whatever. I had a couple people come up to me and be like, are you a manager? You've been in this business for a long time. I'm like, no, I have not. So my energy is kind of rubbing off on some people. I really, really appreciate that. So I'm kind of my own third hero. Or, or, uh, or they thought you were just standing around doing nothing and they just assumed you were the no, manager. Dude, I'll tell you what, man. I have a newfound respect for people who do that shit, dude. It is so easy to get rattled doing that. And like, I think everybody in the planet should work for at least a month in the service industry. See, I think everybody in the planet should serve for the military. That's a different thing that we do. Because a lot of, lot of European countries do that. And mm. I think that would kind of instill that nationalism. The United States will never do that. But I think that that would have been cool. But whatever. My third hero is me. No zeros. No zeros this time. All right. Um, I will I will say this. I had a union job uh, one summer during high school. We worked in a factory, and we had to do the same thing. Are you thing. fucking kidding me, dude? I got a sick union job, and you're like, yeah, I used to have a union job back when I was fucking. No, no, no. It was 13. stupid. It was stupid. They they <laughs> did it on purpose. They What they did is they brought us in for summer help, but they made us join the union to pay all our dues. We weren't going to get any benefits. It was a cash grab on their part. It was smart. You know, I understand it. But we had to do the same, the union uh, physical, and we got the, the cup check you know, from, from the, for the hernia check. I mean, and the, uh, it was, I still remember this. I mean, I was like 17 or 16. It was a woman. And we were like, (laughs) we, afterwards we were all like, Oh, I should have said, are you sure you got it? But we were all so terrified. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just fun. Dude, I actually have a, I have, I have another hero. My fourth hero. When I had my physical for this shit, before I got to the doctor who, you know, cupped it and whatever. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was with this lady for a while and we went through a series of tests. And one of the tests that I had to do is I had to blow into this thing. I felt like I was like, the, I felt like I was Connor Bedard on the bike. Like, like the I VO2 like, test. Yeah. So I had to blow into this thing. I had to get two good scores. So essentially it's like a fucking contraption with a little tube on it. You got to blow into it as hard as you can, whatever. The ball, right. You got to keep the ball elevated. So, yes. So yeah. you needed two good scores. First score, nailed it. Second score, I'm doing it. And she's like, she told me before the thing, she's like, just so you know, if you feel like you're going to pass out, stop. Like, that's what it is. I'm like, okay, cool. Second time I'm doing it, I'm like, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to give one last big hoop. So I lean back. I go, she thought I was going to pass out. This chick got in her stance as fast as she possibly could to make sure I was okay. I, dude, I put the fear in God in her. She thought I was passing out. And she good was on her, though, trying to get in there. So good on her, dude. So, like, <laughs> shout out to her. I, I don't, I never got her name, but unreal. Good Very pretty. Uh, all right, so I have two heroes myself. Uh, first one, I'm just giving it up to Cassidy and the original Misfits. Carlson, Marcia Salt, Smith, Carrier, uh, McNabb, and Theodore. When they all went, when those guys went there, it was like, what the fuck? They all had to get taken off the team. They were left unprotected. Definitely a blow to their ego. The city embraced them. They they were huge with that whole with the the shooting. 
you know how much the city has bought in yeah and you could see it in the parade you know how much their love there i mean the, the that was a huge turnout for the parade and good on bruce cassidy bruce cassidy's a hell of a coach I, listen the, like we said earlier we're talking about bergeron the time was right maybe for him to move on but you can't deny that he's an excellent coach and i don't know if you saw him dancing at the parade they, they showed the butchy awkward dancing and he says he's bringing the uh He's bringing the cup to the Cape this year. So, uh, and then my other hero. Did you see this reporter? Uh, oh, God, Brownie. Jesus. Okay, I thought it was great. Reporter slash anchor Samantha Rivera. She stiff armed a drunk fan looking for FaceTime during her live thing during uh, I think that was game two, and she never missed a beat. So good on her. Okay, dude, she shut it down. It was a great stiff arm. All right, dude. Uh, three stars. <laughs> All right, three starts. We're doing rapid questions. I went off the board, by the way. What do you mean off the board? For my three questions for you. I'm going off the board. You're not going to be prepared for any of these? Well, you're not going to be prepared for mine either. It's the way this works. All right, so my first star. Would you rather rather Mm -hmm. know 10 minutes into the future or 150 years into the future? Oh. I think 10 minutes because there's a live betting. I think it comes down to how often you can do it. Oh, all right. I assumed it was unlimited. If it's unlimited, I think it's 10 minutes, no doubt. No doubt. But, yeah, I guess that's kind of a stupid fucking question. Unless you were, like, in a precarious situation. Shout out to my brain. Where it was – did I get that wrong? Yep. Well, no, the word was correct. Your pronunciation was wrong. No, documentary, documentary. Oh, no. Yeah, welcome to Upstate New York, pal. It's been furious. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. All right, go You on. and your fucking on from Charlestown, mess, dude. Yeah, from Southie. Um, if it's unlimited, mm-hmm. it's 10 minutes. If it's not unlimited and it's right now, you're going to pick 150 years. Yeah, I think if you get a, like one one quick look, although like, <laughs> would you waste it? Like, if the Bruins are in the Stanley Cup Final Game Seven in overtime, oh, would you yeah. jump ahead ten minutes just to see? That's hard. That's <laughs> hard. Okay, let me reframe this. All right, go ahead. Game four of the Eastern Conference Finals. Mm-hmm. Ten minutes. Third yeah. period. Thirteen minutes left. You're winning. Yeah. Or Three years into the future. Oh, three years. I wouldn't waste it on that. I think you kind of want to know if you want or not in the next couple of years, right? Yeah, yeah. Because you can just look at the banners. Yeah. Okay, that's All right. right. So my first one for you. I'm gonna I'm gonna hit you hard right off the bat. You ready? Yeah. Favorite conspiracy theory. Oh, dude, I really don't have any conspiracy theory. I'm you very- must. I feel like we've had this cop. What the fuck was that? That was the biggest fucking spider. I'm very uh, fucking salt of the earth, dude. And you're not going to like the conspiracy theory that I'm going to come up with on the top of my mind. Um, no, because it's political. Um, conspiracy theory. Uh, if, I had to, if I had to pick one that I kind of believe in, Go ahead. the Denver airport. Oh, yeah, that's trippy, right? 
a little trippy. Like that would be the one, and I don't know even know if I believe. Have in you it. been wanna... to the Denver airport? No, uh, actually, once. One time I have been there. Okay. Um, I would like to know more about it, but like, there's like the nine eleven conspiracies. Fuck that. They're, like, there's other conspiracies. The only conspiracy that's still kind of around where I'm like, I wouldn't mind to find out more about it would be that i don't believe in aliens this whole alien thing that's happening by the way right now have you seen how like some dude said he saw an eight foot person in his bed yeah lay off the fucking math dude like dude there's there's a whistleblower who's given all the military there's no what there's no aliens like i think that's arrogant on your part i don't think it is i think it's them trying to get away from other shit that's going on in the world oh that's that could be then that that could be then you could say that you uh agree with the alien conspiracy but you're coming out from the other side no dude then no, you're saying it is a conspiracy, and there's no there is there is no such thing as aliens as of right now. This okay. shit that they're coming up with and just kind of put it's fake news. It's fake news. Okay. So my mine my favorite conspiracy theory is still the JFK assassination. What what is what is that? So the accepted fact is that the dude John Harvey Oswald. Lee Harvey Oswald. Yep. Sorry. No, it's all right. <laughs> Sorry to the Johns in the world. <laughs> Lee Harvey, is it Lee Harvey also? Yeah, I think it is Lee. Yeah, yeah. He, he he was acting alone, the lone gunman. But the, it's impossible. And the Warren report that came out, uh, it, it there are some there are some leaps in there of of that's uh, a good faith. That's just unbelievable. If you want to watch a movie and get really like into the weeds, like what the fuck like watch this when you're high is the jfk <laughs> oliver stone movie is have, like have you watched umbrella academy oh yeah yeah do you remember when they did the lee harvey oswald i think in season three yeah 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 that's right it's kind of creepy yeah. but like it was cool that they brought that up because that was like a, you, a very have you seen that oliver stone movie i'm talking about i don't With think kevin so. costner Oh, I love Kevin Costner. I should Kevin Costner that. plays uh, William Garrity, a real guy. They they play real guy. It's I should watch that then. That movie's got Kevin Costner, Gary Oldman, uh, Tommy Lee Jones, Joe Pesci. Wow, dude! Yeah, That's it's a got even cast. more people. There's so many people in that in that movie. Okay. I'll yeah, you that. yeah, put that one on your list. All right, so that was my uh, number one. Your number two. What would you give up for a cup next year? Like personally, like mm-hmm. what would I have to give up? <laughs> if you could give something up and that would give you a cup, what would it be? I tell you what, <laughs> if you could be right this minute, you have to remain sober until the parade. And I'm talking no weed, no, no weed, no alcohol. I would do that. I could do that. I, I it would be hard, but I would do that. See, I would That's have trouble. Give. I would have trouble answering that, just because if if the Rangers won the cup, Chris Kreider's jersey would definitely be retired, and I don't think he's deserved it. So, well, I mean, just because the Rangers won the cup doesn't mean he played a, a huge. Role. His jersey would get retired, one thousand percent. If it was a team that I liked, a team that I liked, a team like let's say the twenty fourteen fifteen Rangers when Zuccarello got hurt. All right, all right, there you go. Yep, um, I would give up a nut. Oh, I could definitely like surgically removed. We're not saying like a rupture. Oh, I'll like, take the fucking, I will take the fucking pain, dude. <laughs> if they won the cup that year, that would have been. I all just right, all right, let, let me put a let me put a little spin on this. If if the Bruins players knew what I sacrificed, <laughs> then I would give up the nut. Yeah, 
Yeah. But they but they have to know and appreciate it. Not, dude. And people might think that we're fucking crazy for this, but like if if you were like, hey, the Rangers are gonna win a cup this year and you have to get your nut removed the first day of the season, by the parade, I'm gonna be fucking buzzing, dude. So it's like especially if the players know and they're like Ked. Ked oh, gave up yeah, a nut. Yeah. All right, that's a good one. Because it's one nut and you get a fake nut, so people don't even understand that the nut's gone. Uh, I already, I'm already. Unless, back. unless, unless you have to walk around with one nut, then we, then I might kind of backpedal. You can't uh, be hooking up with chicks with one nut, dude. Yes, you can. Oh, uh, not, not me. No, uh-uh. I want to have two nuts, dude. You don't want to have two nuts. I'd rather have the Bruins have a cup and maybe play an integral mm-hmm. role. Then it goes Rangers or girls, and that's. You can still be with girls with one nut. Yeah, but it's a little harder, I think. That's what she said. All right. My number two, this one's easy. Uh, what's your go-to movie concession order? Go-to movie? What is that? Oh, okay. Um, you go to concession, unlimited funds. You buy, you're with your... I'm, you know, so, simple. I'm so simple, you're going to fucking hate this answer. It's going to be... Right. Uh, there's two things. It's going to be the, the biggest order so you can get refills. Yep. It's going to be popcorn with butter. Yep. And then uh, um, blue and red slushy mixed together. What? All right. Easy uh, No, I'm with, I'm with you. I'm with you. Oh, and raisinettes. All right. See, I go. I, I go. I go popcorn. I don't like the butter, but I like the uh, the shaker stuff, the spicy shaker stuff. Oh, okay. Okay. Wait, wait. So I do popcorn with crunch a bunch. You know, the, like the miniature Nestle Crunch guys. Okay. Yeah. And I'm a strictly blue slush. No mix. Oh, uh, you gotta mix them, bud. Oh, hi, everybody. To each his own. Gotta mix them. And then my last, my last one, I think, is my best one. Um, it's gonna be hard because you've been married with kids for a while. Kid, singular. Well, you know. Yeah. Let's say, no, fuck it, dude. It's your life now. Let's say that you don't have to work tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Okay. You have. I want to say unlimited funds, but you don't have enough. Like you have enough funds where you, whatever you do during one day, it doesn't really matter. Okay. I want to know what your ideal day is. Summer day, 78 degrees with a little bit of a breeze. Start to finish. So we're, we're assuming like, but my wife and daughter are out of this. It's just me. If they're listening to the podcast, no, they're in it. If they're not your ideal day. All right. Uh, <laughs> if you right, just this is, this, this is part A of the podcast. If you want to do this, part B later, we can do that. No, I I, I can so break this do down. We'll do current life because current life is where we're at. Okay, all right. So with the fit, so I'd wake. This is gonna sound horrible, but uh, my daughter's not a morning person mm-hmm. at all. So if I could dip. <laughs> In the morning and go get breakfast without her and come back and she was in a good mood. That would be that's ideal. Fine. Dude, that's your ideal day. So are you yeah. going by yourself or you meet up with friends? What's your breakfast? Uh, I would go with a couple of buddies over to that diner that we go to. Over that's what we need. Him. Okay, what are you getting at the diner? Oh, I get the same thing every time. I get uh, the uh, corned beef hash omelet with the oh, English muffins. Yeah, Because they make their corned beef hash from scratch. Yes. So I take I that down. That when we're hung over from the hockey house, that's where we're going to go. All right, we'll go there. I would go there, come back, and you know what would be nice is to take is to go like uh, there's this area, a few towns over where it's loaded with wildlife and you know no motorboats, 
So you can you go motor, by son, son of a bitch, you old sailor. Yeah. You can go by uh, canoe and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I think my daughter still hasn't been there because it's like a horse and carrot thing. She has to take swimming lessons in order to go in the canoe, okay. you know, and I'm trying to get her to learn how to swim. Um, so I'd go there. Uh, there's like eagles, fox, elk. I mean, it's crazy the amount of wildlife. We go there and then we'd probably go for ice cream because she loves ice cream and then go back and just chill on the back deck with a nice fire and some different family friends over. It'd be, it'd be a nice day. We have very happy. That's a really good summer day, dude. Now give me like unlimited funds and no responsibilities. Well, that's, my wife that's so different. Be very different day. <laughs> it's wild that you didn't put hockey at night. Well, I, I'm probably going to get gassed up sitting around the, uh, sitting around the outdoor okay. fire there with her and she's going to want me to stay. So. I think I would wake up. My first thing I would do, if 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 my perfect day, the rink's mm-hmm. open, I wake up at like seven. I go skate with the boys till like eight thirty nine o'clock. Get out, have a actually break, that would be good to start the day like that. Have a quick breakfast, then head out to the water, do a little wakeboarding for a couple hours, then have a little uh, boat day with everybody at Sandy Bay, hang out. Um, my buddy's wife. I've never given her a shout out on this. I feel bad about it. Leah. Leah and Marissa are two girls that we hang out with. And let me tell you what. There's not two chicks on planet Earth that know how to bring a snack like these two. You don't just get their average snack. You get like the fucking deluxe snack on this boat, bro. Like every single time. So be a little snacking. Get off the boat. Have a barbecue. I think that'd be cool. And then a big ass bonfire night. That would be my absolute ideal day. I will say this when you brought up wakeboarding. Well, and honeys, but I'm gonna I'm gonna do a little bit of a humble brag. Uh, I once went the entire way around the island of Key West on a wakeboard, and that was through a no wake zone. So I had to shorten up the rope and lean back and go. Brandy, that's away. impressive, dude. Getting yeah. up on a wakeboard is fucking hard. You can reach out to Fish and Kerrigan; they'll both vouch for it. My Mister One Wheel. Okay. Yeah, exactly. See, one wheel. Look what I can do. So this is mine one few. Okay. Would you rather okay. this is to the death by yeah. hand? Yep. Would you rather fight one lion-sized rat? Ugh. Oh, sorry, tiger. Tiger-sized rat. <laughs> or one hundred rat-sized tigers. A hundred rat-sized tigers. I think that's the answer. I hate, I, I, I hate a fucking rats. rat the size of a tiger is terrifying. I just don't like rats. Well, I don't that's a fucking giant rat. rat, dude. I don't that's think a... they can scratch, can they? They just bite. That's it's too big for me. But tigers that's scratch. Too. That's why it's that was no, a... I would just I would punt them all. I would want to see what the hundred rat sized tigers looks like. Before rats, I made my decision, well, I want to see. There's itty bitty tigers, dude. You fucking kick one. Yeah, dead. but rats can be like this big. You still kick it as hard as you fucking do. I get steel. Do I get steel toe boots? No, you're wearing what you have on now. I'm barefoot. Oh, well, uh, sucks to be you. Maybe go ten minutes in the future and see how it works out. <laughs> I'm telling you straight up, dude. I can't take down a tiger-sized rat, bro. <laughs> like that ain't gonna happen. I have a better chance with a hundred of the other ones. I don't know. Tigers are mean, you know. Yeah, I guess, dude, but dude, just kick the fuck out of them. They're not that big. Just don't get taken to the ground. There's a hundred of them. Grab two of them at a time. Bang them together. Next. Bang them together. Next. 
I don't know. They're fast too. I don't know. It's interesting, buddy. This is this is the the cutting edge think tank type stuff that people tune in for. You know what's funny is we haven't had a podcast in a while. So like I was kind of worried about how long the podcast was gonna be. And Brian's like, you know, what? we're gonna separate them. We're gonna we're gonna do it. Stanley Cup one, we're gonna do an argument one. They'll be under an hour. Don't worry about it. I we're, at, we're at an hour. Did I say it under an hour? I think I said around an hour. Okay, whatever. Yeah. But listen, we always shoot for around an hour. Dude, if we had done the whole thing, it would have been like a four-hour fucking podcast. I almost think that we should just fucking do like one every day. 20, 25 minutes. Done. In and out. Oh my God. Lining up you and I's free time. It's hard. It's really fucking especially hard. Especially when you're like, ah, I'm on a bender again. Well, yeah, dude. It's, <laughs> hand up, man. I have not been the best podcast host in a while. I have been... <laughs> I've been doing a lot of really stupid shit if I'm being completely honest with you, but we're back. We're here for anybody who's tuning in. Thank you. Like truly thank you for listening to us. Well, Brownie's like pretty smart, but my degenerate dickhead ass. I really appreciate you. Um, I gotta, I think I gotta get going. I think, uh, yeah, yeah, I got, I, um, but we'll see you in a couple of days. We're going to couple do it. days. Yeah. We're going to come out with a new NHL podcast. Uh, we're going to talk about all sorts of shit. Again, shout out to Brownie for fucking putting everything together. Shout out to all the bloggers. Shout out to Cronin. That kid's fucking hilarious. Um, yeah. But you have anything else? Yeah, I no. know what you have. Uh, shout out to Jerome McGinley, wherever you are. You look so beautiful. Come I know where he is. And come Jenks, rub suntan lotion on me. Jenks has a uh, has a pod coming out about a circle jerk that he and I are going to engage in together over at Jerome McGinley. I'm coming home. I'm coming, I'm coming home. Coming. So he's but, up in uh, beautiful Alberta. Dude, and shout out to Brownie, by the way, because he texted me one day and he's like, dude, do you see the haziness in the sky? And I'm like, are you fucking, you're just, you're just really high. Like you're permanently high. It's never going to go away. And the next day I walked outside, I was like, whoa. What the fuck is going on? I texted you. I was like, "Okay, let's give a insight to the listeners." You called me and left a voicemail at like eight thirty in the morning, which is highly unusual for you to call me at that time of day. And I, my wife was like, "Who was that?" My phone was downstairs. She's like, "Who is that?" I'm like, "It was Kedge." She's like, "Is he okay?" I go. I go, he was panicking over the haziness that I told him about yesterday. It was I go, so hazy, though. I go, I think what happened was he probably called his mom and she didn't answer. So then he called me to find out what was going on. No, no. Could have been aliens. Could have been aliens. I, I, can't, I can't freak my mom out. You were my first call. Oh, thanks. Um, I appreciate that. Dude, Shout out to your mom, though, too. They canceled, like, slow-pitch softball because of the air quality. Yeah, like, it's hard to breathe, man. Oh, my God. Dude, they, they, said, they said if you, it was, you were outside for two hours, it was, like, smoking 10 cigarettes. Grow the fuck up and smoke 10. They canceled indoor, indoor athletics, not just outdoor. That's the world we live in, dude. Yeah, man. Well, well Brownie. Blame Canada. Salute to you, oh, dude. Don't blame, yeah, blame Jenkins, for, dude. Don't blame Canada for Jerome McGinley. God bless that guy. Back up there, baby. What a mutant. What birthdays on real hockey. On, 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 en route. It's within sight. Shout out to the Howland Huskies, dude. You yeah, know? shout out to the Howland Huskies. And Coach Carp, you want to debate me? I don't know if it's a debate that he wants. He just wants I think he just wants. I think he just wants to get on the horn with 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 the boys. He does. I think he just wants to come on with the, the three of us on there together. Hit him up. Well, maybe we'll figure out. Maybe we'll do the NHL one. We bring on other people. We bring on Fink. I mean, Carp is clearly into hockey, so he's actually. I'd have to talk to him. He's on the recruiting trail, and he. Uh, it's going to be a good year, Matthews. 
I can't fucking wait. Dude. I'll, I'll talk about it more in the next podcast. But it's gonna be good maybe I love Matthew's t-shirt, Nike Dry Fit, white with black lettering. I've I've offered him suggestions. They need to up their uh, gear game for. We need a Helen Huskies t-shirt. It's insane. You know what they do? And, I, and this isn't this isn't a knock on just the Huskies. None of them do this. You go to these games, right? When I was the bean pot and stuff, I go up to the concession, uh, not the concession, the uh, t-shirt like table. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, hey, what are you having kid sizes? The lady looks at me. She goes, oh, we don't have anything. Which is bizarre because, like, who else are you selling the t-shirts? Why? That's what I said. I go, I go. Let me ask you this. I go, you have double X, <laughs> triple X. She's like, yeah, they have quadruple X men's, and it's like, she oh, goes, yeah, dude. Goes, yes, we have both of those sizes. I go, why? <laughs> Have I think I think maybe Northeastern can get us some gigs this year. Maybe maybe we can be the the voice of the Howlin' Huskies. Maybe that's no, something no, that they have a very good play by play that does a great job. Oh um, God, Bradley. they do. They do. They have a great. They do a great. Like act job. like he's Bob Euchre, bro. You will. No, they have a good job. But I think what would be funny is if we did a live broadcast from a game, a live pod from a game that'd be, cool. would be all right. I'd be down for that. I think we could just really pause cool. it and then do it in between periods, talk about the game. Who was that lady that was talking mad shit about our goalie here? Oh, uh, Nicole something. We should bring Nicole on and be like, hey, do you want to come on? We want to hear your insight and then have her come on the podcast. And then like we're like, welcome to the morning skate. This is Brownie and Ked with Nicole. Hey, Nicole, we just have one thing to say to you. Fuck off, and then we just oh press end, and that that'll just be our only podcast that we release. That uh, I don't know how that will help us, like make. I'm still so for the girls, dude. I love the Huskies. No, I know you are. As am I. Dude, I watched games this year. I was literally dialed in on my laptop, like yeah. ready to go. Do you know? I saw a thing. There's a bar in Oregon called the Sports Bra instead of Sports Bar B R A. I do not hate that. And it they only show women's sports because the. The woman who founded it, I should have got more info. I just happened to see it. The woman who founded it, it was during something, and she couldn't find what they wanted to watch anywhere. So she was like, I need 50 grand to open this bar. And she fundraised it in like nine days. And all they show is female sports. And every they have like 25 beers on tap. And every single uh, beer on tap has a female brewmaster as part of the brewery. That's pretty sick. Yeah, I thought that was awesome. I'll have to like find I'm out. We'll talk about it more I, next I've time. I've never been more Howlin' Huskies in my life. I need one of those banners. I, like, I'm so in for this year. It, well, you know what? They're going to be handing out these banners again. It, they did it again. You, you said that they named captains next year, or did I make that up? They did, yep. Uh, Meg Meg Carter is the captain. Uh, Coach, Katie... Carter, Coach Carter's daughter. Fuck yeah. Who? From the movie Coach Carter? You've never seen Coach Carter? I don't think so. You've never seen Coach oh. Carter, dude. I, uh, so, all right, listen. Yeah, Katie Knoll, I think Phillips, and Is Abby Knoll back? Oh, yeah. we. She broke that news when I was interviewing her. How do I not get a Katie Knoll replica jersey? Oh, yeah. I mean, Carp. I mean, what else do we got to do? <laughs> um, He's a good guy. I like Coach. No, Carp's the man. Uh, hey, so this is my idea for the bet. Oh, oh, I got it. I already got it. Give me yours. Give me yours. Because you won. So. I won. You yeah. have to go on a date with a blow-up doll. That's so stupid. Somebody put it on Instagram. I thought yeah. it was No, it was Cronin did it in the group chat. <laughs> so fucking dumb. All right. All right. All right. We don't have to do that. What's that one's idea? so idiotic. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Of course it is. Listen, you don't like it. No, it's uh, listen, it's 
there's worse things you can make me do that I'd be all for it. Do you no, think no. I give a fuck about no, going to a restaurant with a blowout? Fair, because at some point I'm going to lose a bet and I'd rather not have to do something. I I would hate to do that. Well, here's a little free tip to all the bloggers. In the group chat, you don't have to share every fucking thought that comes into your head. Every you, single time, dude. You can you can edit yourself sometimes. This goes like, yo, I took a pretty big shit today. Yeah, exactly. Well, those are... No, well, we, I, dude, we bust on Disco, but Disco's a good kid. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So here's mine. Ready? Yeah. You give me a Taco Bell order. I have to go. Yes, eat. yes, yes, yes. What's my What's my max? Twenty bucks. Yeah, right. That was. Yeah. I don't know what you normally spend at Taco Bell. Uh, it depends if I'm drunk or not, baby. Guy. Well, if it may, yeah. Well, now that I'm over my food poisoning that my wife gave me, I well, cannot. I'm about, yeah, I'm about to give you some more. Yeah. So you come up. Taco you can, Bell. Deal. All right. I'm you come up with it. Pal. I'm gonna have Pal and be like, Brownie's never had before. He lost a bet. He has to have. Which, by the way, fuck you, dude, because you're you losing a bet means you get to go to Taco Bell. You're such an asshole, dude. Like, how did you how did you figure that out? Where it's like, oh no, no, because I don't want to do it. Big food. Um, I would rather go out on a date with a blow up doll than eat Taco Bell. To be perfectly honest with you, no way. It's just so dumb. No, dude, Taco Bell does not appeal to me in any way, shape, or form. Oh shit, dude. All right. Episode 290. Everybody, right, thank you for tuning in. I really appreciate everybody. Brownie, anything else? No, that's it. We already did. God bless Jerome Ginlow. So God good. bless you, Jerome Ginlow. God bless America. Thank you for tuning in. There you go. Love you, America.